1: Well, hello, Michelle. Hi, Emily. Welcome back. I know. Can you believe that another week has passed and here we are again?
0: And my happy place.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, we have had a lot of happy places lately. We've well, we been busy. I know. I, we... I
0: was recounting how busy we've been with some friends of mine, and I got exhausted again <laughs> telling them how busy. I said, I have to go take a nap because we've been so busy.
1: I know. Lots but of it's fun. A, it's the perfect kind of busy because we've been enjoying life and meeting people and going to fabulous parties.
0: Right. I, right. I I pinch myself
1: sometimes. <laughs> I
0: just you know, like wake up and I go, yeah, today is another day and got
1: to go drink more wine.
0: <laughs> oh, it is it is. It's like, okay, how many times this week am I drinking wine? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so to make up for that, I need to like walk how far? Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. It's 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 a delicate balance, but you know, whatever I can do to for the cause.
1: I Um, understand, you know, I, I, so there are people that I, I work with that are good blockers in their schedule, you know, like they time block like crazy. And I find myself like I'm time blocking my wine drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And then if you can
0: like tie in a clearly speaking event or like, Mm. uh, you know, wine tasting or special party fundraiser, then you're like double. Oh, yeah. I can be out there talking about it, Clearly Speaking, the podcast with people in the in the area and drinking wine. This is all good.
1: It's, it's, it's the combination of Enjoy, everything. Enjoying that, everything right? that St. We Louis love. has to
0: offer. Yes. And then some.
1: So we have another exciting show. Um, because it's just us (laughs) well no (laughs) the truth of it is is that we are still celebrating my birthday this is part two of the birthday celebration we are and we have and
0: listeners if you're not aware we celebrate Emily's birthday for six months and then we celebrate (laughs) my birthday for six months and fortunately they're about six months apart so there's only like one or one month that's a little overlap but if you Mm. feel free to send us both gifts during that time frame yeah but uh, right now It is Emily's six months. (laughs) It
1: is my six (laughs) months. So, for this little birthday party that we are celebrating, I brought a dream wine for me. It's delicious. To go along with
0: her dream company.
1: (laughs) Right. Right? Literally speaking. That's correct. So, for this episode, I thought that we would drink the wine of the Pope. This would be shot enough to pop.
0: I'm I'm all yes. for that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so this particular uh, this is this particular house, the domain de Trois Cellier or three cellars, or three cellier, however you want to say it, it all works. Um this particular uh wine is Alchimie and you know, my pronunciation is not fabulous. So we will make sure to have pictures as we always do. But this is a 2016 and I have to say I grabbed a pre-sip to get some tasting notes, and i grabbed another and i grabbed another <laughs> she still hasn't <laughs> written anything
0: down so this is going to be complete and total improv for emily now on this bottle of wine but it is absolutely delightful it's yeah. a beautiful red i love the color of it i mean i can totally see the that the moon that was in you know in the sky when these grapes were being I mean, grown i can i can see it reflected here
1: this is a gorgeous wine and yeah. it's one that i mean it's beautiful now it's a 2016 it's only going to get better I I mean, we've we've had this one open for a few hours before we even tasted it. And I feel like tasting it even now, like, like I'm at the early edge of that cycle. But it's, I mean, it's extraordinary. We've got dark fruit. It's meaty. It's earthy. It's, you know, got cherries and plum and oh, strawberry and game. This, I mean, this is a really good wine. And the finish on it, it just keeps going and going and going and going. Thirty seconds later, you're tasting something else. Emily, you
0: have just described exactly how I was going to describe it.
1: <laughs>
0: this wine really? is birthday sex in a glass.
1: Oh, see,
0: it just keeps going, going. and going and going. A little thirty mm. second rest, and again going and going and going. I mean, it really is. I mean, I know on the prior episodes we talk about what kind of panties you're going to, but no, this is like this is just full on naked. <laughs> this is all naked with the with with the partner of your dreams for your birthday. It's it's birthday all sex. about you. Yeah, right? you get
1: what you want. It's all about you. <laughs> this this wine
0: when you drink it, you're going to be. It's all about you. I, yeah, I, I, you know. Hopefully, I there might be somebody at the end of the glass <laughs> that will you know share with it. But that's my reaction yeah, to this wine. I'm
1: really glad this is my birthday. Birthday month. Birthday six months because mm-hmm. I want more of this. Yeah. Anyway, cheers to that, Michelle, and happy birthday to you. you. Thank you. It is so
0: what a pleasure to be able to celebrate your birthday every episode until (laughs) my birthday. (laughs) I try. Oh, and I apologize to our listeners who now hear me chewing. I'm eating cheese because we have a picnic. We have
1: we have we have a full on picnic.
0: We have elevated our spread. Of delight here. Not only are we drinking wine, but we have mm-hmm. crackers and cheese, and cheese and pears, mm-hmm. and we had some uh, beet crackers. But I think Sam, our audio engineer, <laughs> Mister January, ate them all.
1: <laughs> and Mister January, by the way, is a reference <laughs> to a very specific task we are engaging him for.
0: Well, we have to earn money some way <laughs> on this podcast, and so we have we have enlisted uh, Sam to do the uh, audio engineer. Uh, wall calendar. Yes, he's, he's going to be every month.
1: He's going to be our calendar, <laughs> <laughs> our calendar guy.
0: Yeah, as soon as we get that uh, created and whatever website we have it available for you to download, order. You know, it, it'll be make a. We're going to do it before Christmas so that you can order it for your <laughs> have mom it in time
1: for yeah. the ho- Yeah, for the your mom, goods. your aunt,
0: your sisters, your you know your teachers at school. They will all need Sam. Sam, the audio engineer's uh, <laughs> wall calendar. You know, because we're all about. We're all about empowerment here. It's this is equal and opportunity. Clearly speaking, the podcast. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and if we can capture the right shade of blush and embarrassment <laughs> on Sam's face right now, we will have succeeded. That is what Chateau... Chateau... No, wait, wait. Chateau... Chateau de Pop Chateau de Pop. Yes. The does.
1: Pope. The Pope encourages...
0: Well, the, we're, yeah, we're, we're going to really, we're gonna yeah, just stick with the just, wine. We're not going to really talk about the pope and all of that stuff because it's not. That's not what this podcast is oh, about. Oh
1: my goodness!
0: We only reference God and <laughs> as an oh God
1: right. when you're drinking
0: this wine on your birthday and you're naked with the person that you want to be naked with.
1: That's true. And so during
0: your birthday, six months, <laughs>
1: <laughs> not just that birthday
0: one night, but the birthday six months. <laughs>
1: I am so looking forward to these next six months. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm going
0: to go ahead and uh, text Ken,
1: give him the heads up. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, by the way, bud. So let's yeah. share a little bit about what we've been up to in these um, last wow. couple of days. Like we we have been to some great parties, and we've tasted a lot of wonderful wine, and yeah. we've experienced St. Louis in a, the biggest and smallest sense in multiple ways. Right. right.
0: Well, the thing is, is that not, the, all of these things that are happening, aren't happening because we looked at our calendar and said, okay, why don't we on this Sunday go to this event? Or why, you know, we we none of this we have planned out. Right. These have all been like spontaneous is, what are you doing today? Do you want to come to this event tonight? Or, uh, I was invited to this wine tasting, you're my plus one, we're going tomorrow, which is what happened. Right. And Emily mm-hmm. was at a wine tasting on this at the Wine Merchant, which mm-hmm. again, for those listeners that are paying attention,
1: <laughs>
0: we have entered into an agreement with the Wine Merchant. If you go to the Wine Merchant and you request the bottle that we're drinking on this podcast, and of course we let you know ahead of time before the podcast airs what the bottle is and tell them that you're heard about it on Clearly Speaking the podcast, you get a 10% discount on that bottle of wine. So,
1: that adds up. I mean, if you buy as much wine as we do, that ten percent adds up to some serious bottles. Well, some serious savings.
0: Yeah, and that's good. That's gonna be one. I mean, because you know we're we're testing and trying and drinking the gamut. I mean, yeah, we are. I you know I wait till my birthday, right? (laughs) We're gonna have like vintage twenty nineteen Boone's Farm. I mean, (laughs) it is gonna be a rocking
1: party here at
0: at our studio.
1: I'll bring my plastic go cup. Yeah, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll have red solo cups for everybody. No, actually, I will bring my new fabulous tumbler that your, you your, got me. Your
0: wine diva. Yeah. But anyway, back to the story. Emily was at the wine merchant, and uh, yeah.
1: So I did a tasting. I they do these great tastings every weekend, and um, I try to go whenever I can because it's just a, a great way to learn. A lot of times the winemaker themselves shows up And um, and, you know What a treat so you meet Winemakers from Italy and France and You know Napa Sonoma Santa Barbara everywhere And so I um, I I went and I I Met um, the The family behind Folded Hills which is in It's like Santa Barbara County And it is. Uh, it was, I was immediately struck with the wine. I thought it was beautiful, very elegant, beautiful wine. And so immediately I shared with them uh, the fact that, you know, oh, I have a podcast and we talk about wine. Maybe we should feature some of your wine because I thought it was gorgeous. And right away, Andy, who was pouring the wine, was like, oh, you need to meet my wife. Because we have a very female-centric winery. Our winemaker's a wife. My wife is very involved." and marketing. Everybody behind this company is very female-centric. And it happens to be a St. Louis family, the Bush family. A pretty prominent St. Louis family. That's correct. Right. Yeah, uh, Andy and Kim
0: Bush and their new winery, Folded Hills Winery. So I'm... I have to give my point of view. I'm working... On a Saturday, helping a friend of ours who has a florist in town. We're working a couple events with her because I, I just love to help out and do things like that. And I get a text message from Emily. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, you're my plus one. Uh, we're going to go to a wine tasting at the Bush family home in Grant's Farm. That is pretty big news, people. If you're from St. Louis, you know this big news. If you're out of St. Louis, Google Grant's Farm. Google Bush family that's B-U-S-C-H. Yeah. Uh, that's Anheuser-Busch. And they have this wonderful, the big house. And
1: Ulysses S. Grant. Like, all There the, are so right? many things
0: coming together. Yeah. But let me tell you guys, Emily texted me and I went, oh my God, I have to get my nails done. I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to wear tomorrow. My hair, holy cow, how much time do I have? I mean, I went into complete and total panic mode. Could I find <laughs> something new that's black to wear? You know, um, And thankfully... It all worked out. The event was oh. later in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. It was and lovely. We arrived. So lovely. A gorgeous
0: house.
1: Yes. We got our picture taken with a Clydesdale. Yes, which I'm still eagerly waiting to see.
0: <laughs> I mean, like if okay, and I told my family I said, if you ever watch The Sound of Music and we all have seen the movie, The Sound of Music. And when the Baroness and Captain Von Trapp and they're sitting out there on their terrace and they're overlooking, you know, the their big expansive garden, that's kind of what it felt like to me to be on the Bush family home's back terrace. But we're overlooking like their, their expansive garden and yeah. their tennis courts and... And um, swimming pools and movie stars and all this kind of stuff. It was It was fantastic. pretty wild. So there's
1: a couple other dynamics that are interesting about it. So you enter the property, and Grant's Farm is a, a, a public space. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like they have petting zoo and there's just it's a family-oriented thing but then of course there's the mansion that several generations of the family have lived in and in fact Andy that we had talked to grew up in that house so it's a very strange dynamic between park museum and family home, home you mm-hmm. know and and so we have that experience of we went to this gorgeous event you know tasted ad- phenomenal wines Talk to all kinds of fascinating people. Right. And then as we're like leaving, there are tours of people driving around in like the trolley that and takes you around. And we were like, oh my God, we're a part of the zoo in this moment. <laughs> like people we are- We pulled over off yeah. the side. They're like, oh, we got to let
0: the tram pass. And they waved yeah. at us. And I'm like, we wave back. And they're like, oh, look, there's, you know- a couple of yeah. white girls in a convertible. I mean, you know, we're we're part of the, you know, it was like, you know, you pass by the elephants and then the white girls in the convertible. That's us. <laughs>
1: Hi. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was kind of it was surreal. surreal.
0: It was really surreal. The whole the whole event was surreal. Yeah. But it was lovely. And we are going to have Kim yes, and, their, and aus- winemaker. their Australian winemaker mm-hmm. in for an episode in the spring, when yes. they're back in town, yeah,
1: they come home for Easter, which was also very interesting. They have a chapel, a very small uh, family chapel on the property that's just right next to the house. It's it's the it's it almost looks like a Christmas tree ornament. It's so tiny and cute and small. But Not it's amazing noticing. to me to think like, you know, this is this yeah, is the this, kind of people they are. Like right. they have their own little church on their right. property. It's I do so have sweet. to say
0: and I don't mean to be offensive in any way, that was the nicest bathroom I have oh. ever used.
1: Yeah. I in was fact-
0: like I mean I'm done peeing but maybe I maybe I could pee again because it was the prettiest <laughs> bathroom I've ever been in.
1: I was a little confused because here's here's the thing you walk in and it's so vast and large it yeah. looks like a public bathroom and then like there's the yeah, yeah it was right. like it
0: was definitely like And
1: then there's yet another door where you can then go into your <laughs> stall right so I'm like do I close the outside door or not? Like, I didn't know. Like
0: I closed all the doors. I yeah. locked them all. And I was like, I rubbed my hand on the marble. And I was like, this,
1: <laughs>
0: this is, you so know, you this call- is hashtag goals, right? This is someday, someday my bathroom at home will be just as nice. Someday, right?
1: I, I, I want my closet to be that nice. Let's start there.
0: We're going to take a quick break. We're going (laughs) to fill our glasses, well, my glass back up, because obviously I've been drinking Emily's birthday wine a lot faster than she has. And uh, we'll be right back. Oh, wow, Emily. I am really enjoying your six-month birthday uh, celebration (laughs) because the wine is absolutely phenomenal um it really it's is it's
1: special it's special
0: yeah. so i thank you for sharing that with me and the other listeners on our um our our fans our okay. number one fans um but you know emily uh, clearly speaking the podcast is it's a lot of fun you know you and i have we have fun conversations mm-hmm. we have we have serious conversations um you know last night we had a lovely dinner party with um girlfriends of ours right. and um and we we were kind of sharing we're sharing some things that were were impacting our lives and uh, you had shared with me a new uh, uh, a couple, a couple episodes um, by the the podcasting group Radio Lab, which everybody oh, knows Radio Lab. Yeah. Everybody knows Radio Lab, so I don't need to talk yeah. about them, like what who they are. But if you don't know Radio Lab, just go ahead and go yeah. to your just go subscribe. to your podcast it's... and subscribe Radio Lab.
1: <laughs> Intelligent, Radio you know, Someday,
0: yeah. you know, we'll know we've made it when we can say, literally speaking, the podcast from WNYC.
1: But, <laughs> but you know, right
0: now it's W Shock Studios um, or K Shock Studios here in St. Louis. However, Radiolab is doing. Um, they well, they've released two episodes. They have one more coming up called "In the Know." And you send it to me. You're like, Michelle, listen to this. And you're like, we have to talk about it. And I said, okay, whatever, Emily. I'm yeah. busy drinking at some wine tasting, but I did. <laughs> right. I, I like downloaded it. I and I I started to listen to this episode. And it and it blew me yeah. away. You couldn't stop then,
1: right? You had to like
0: yeah. I had to take, had to take I had to thing. take it in like segments because there's so much to process, there's so much to think about. And just in a real quick recap or or a summary or a cliff notes mm-hmm. version of what these three episodes are about is and Emily was gonna describe it. She didn't no, describe no. it for us.
1: Oh, oh okay. So um I'm going to backtrack just a second sure, sure. because um, I had the same feeling with, that you did. Uh, you know, sometimes when information like that comes at me, I have to like pause and think and then listen and pause and think. Only this I devoured and then I listened to it again and I'm now on my third listen to. Wow. Um, because there is so much there to think about and 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 figure out how do we even talk about it. And I think, honestly, when you're like, okay, you talk about it. No, you talk about it. No, you talk Because truthfully, we this is one of the problems. We don't have a comfortable dialogue to be able to talk about the situations. Well, so,
0: well give us give just a little bit yeah. more backstory about how In The Know came to be.
1: Yeah. That's so, what I need you to do. Exactly. So In The Know is of um, a, a woman's experience with discovering her own sexuality and and the complexities behind consent. And, you know, right now we're in this age where um, there's a lot more awareness of um, how certain people in power have used sex to control women or other people and you know right and 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 we were starting to understand that and we also understand concepts of rape and in other things where sex is clearly uninvited but now there's all these gray areas of consent of when As women, we feel obligated to have sex or pressured into having sex, even though we've said no many, 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 many times and eventually give up. So it's all these gray areas of sex where either we give in because we feel that it's the easiest way out or we give in because we feel like we're going to hurt someone's feelings or we're going to be... uh lose a great relationship or you know there's so many consequences for us saying no and it's really difficult for us to finally say no and then when we do for it to get shut down it's like all of these layers behind the word no right. and i know i'm not eloquent in explaining this because it is so complex
0: right all of that and we're not the only ones that were we were reacting or were impacted by this woman, Caitlin Prest's
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh, podcast series about sexual consent and, and her struggle with it. And I remember the early, like early in the first half of the first episode that Radiolab did, she talked about having given in to a situation with her, I think her best friend and, and she let, you know, she, she um, had a sexual experience with him and then was walking home and was angry at him, Mm -hmm. angry at herself for giving in, angry at her body. For enjoying it. For deceit, for like the moment, betraying her, betraying herself because it was enjoying it. And all of the, all of the layers that, that are tied up in that. And, and she really then dived into what is consent. Mm-hmm. And she did this before, well, we're at the- Before we're, Me Too really we're came at into the, being. Like the right? one year of Me Too, which was a very powerful, very powerful experience when seeing my friends posting on, you know, social media, Me Too, Me Too, Me Too, and, and realizing everybody I touch has a Me Too moment.
1: And look at how many people didn't post Me Too for various reasons. Like, you know- you didn't post I, Me Too? I didn't post Me Too. Oh. And I'm, certainly I've had many Me Too's, but I did not post Me Too because of fear of what my family would think or, you know, all the same pressures that we have as women. Like what would my clients, th- I have clients that are friends. I get those kinds yeah. of things, like those pressures of how do you present yourself and and still be professional and respected and put this out there. Well,
0: there's so right, Emily, I I'm right there with you. And I posted me too. And then and then like then everybody has their P2. And then we moved into that shit show of the Supreme Court nomination, yeah. nomination thing with Kavanaugh. And one of the reactions to that was women saying say his name.
1: Yeah. Put his name
0: out there. Who is your Me Too movement? Put your name out there, and I did. And I put i I put my my Me Too moments names that I could recall. Right, there've been three, and I put their names out there uh, that I the ones that I actually knew their names, and um, and it was liberating, but also f- a scary, scary at the same time. Yeah. And what was interesting was it was about. Four or five days later, after posting that, and you know, and I know when people watch my stuff. Um, I got a really lovely text message from my daughter. And she said, Mom, I just want you to know how much I love you, and I'm really sorry that those things happened to you. Like she she acknowledged yeah. what I put out there. And I know it took a lot for her to to say that to me because even She's processing, right? Yeah. She's having to process that these things happen to her mom, and now I have to process it. And how do I respond to it? Um, because we didn't have a language, and you know, you know, I've talked yeah. about this. We, we didn't have a language. We didn't know how to talk about this consent, which I completely and totally commend Caitlin and Radiolab mm. for for even moving it again yeah. up to the surface. Because we have to. Con- we have to keep talking about this, yeah, and we have to share and and support each other,
1: yeah, because it, it, let's face it, there are so many layers of consent, right? right? And so, you know, there are the obvious things that we know are wrong, right? the The guy breaking into your house and raping you, that is rape, right? Right the, you know, there are these things that we know are wrong. Well if it's stranger, you know, know, a being, stranger, being you know told, right? Being told that you have to have sex to um to keep your job. You know, we know that. But there to be honest, there are so many other gray areas of sex that that are not being discussed that are also traumatic. Mm-hmm. And and it, from a psychological standpoint, stick with you. You know, there's there's the um I'm in a relationship and I don't want to have sex right now, but I know if I don't have sex, we're going to have a fight for three days. And so do I just have sex? And guess what? You spend like 45 minutes while they're trying to have sex with you, (laughs) you know, trying to grapple with the fact that you don't want to have sex, but then you inevitably give in because it's the easier way out. You know, so there's that side of the argument. There's also, there's just so many layers of 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 sex where right and well when we didn't know
0: we you and I mm-hmm. as females in our forties I know I've outed her
1: <laughs> I'm fine with it I'm very I, happy to be in my forties I've outed it
0: <laughs> um, didn't know how to quantify or qualify those those gray areas yeah because we would take it upon ourselves like okay what <laughs> What about when I kept telling him, I know I I just want to make out. I don't, I don't, I don't want to take her clothes off. I don't want to, no, I don't want to do anything below the belt. I mean, what where did he misinterpret me and our bodies do deceive us and betray us right they do and we're taught yeah. and and they they explore this so they magnificently do. in these podcasts which i really hope i really hope that our listeners will go and listen to these these episodes from radio lab because she I, I don't know if there's like a if there's like an Academy Award for podcasting. Yeah, it's it's deserved. It is I highly it, nominate it it,
1: it. it 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 questions multiple sides of the, right. the, the the question. You know, and you know the thing that I also found striking about it is okay. So we we as women, are having this conversation now, you know, about all these gray areas that make us uncomfortable with sex. But now the other part of the equation is the men, right? And I think a a problem here is that young men are so taught that, like, they've won something, they've conquered something, they've been awarded something by, oh, you got her in bed, you nailed her, great! Oh, good for you! You know, and... and
0: Buy the beer, get her drunk. Try something,
1: right? So uh, there's problems, so many problems there, right? right. If, if you have to get her drunk, she doesn't want to have sex with you guys, <laughs> like like ultimately, yeah, there, right? We, yeah,
0: there's so many, there's so many levels here that we cannot completely and totally un- dive into, dive into in one podcast. I mean, and and listeners, you know, this is something that we're gonna explore, come back to again and again because. Because it hits us, it hits us yeah. in our heart. It hits us with our listeners, it hits us with our girlfriends, it hits us with our you know our our colleagues, our sisters. It is something that because we are we're developing a vocabulary, we don't want to stop the conversation. No. Um, but what I what I, let me, I'll just yeah. I'll finish this. I'll let you get and make your comment. What I really appreciated with the episodes were. The fact that they did address a man's point of view, and that Agreed. so, and the men who were she interviewed were, of course, reflecting upon it now as a older men, but talking about things that they had done. And she, she said, "I want I want to interview you on on a moment that you may have pushed further than mm-hmm. what she wanted you to do." Right. And and for me, it was so powerful to listen to these men. They're you know five, ten years on since that event happened, since yeah. the incident, incident happened and i and i grabbed a hold of the episode and i, I sent it to my college age son and i said please listen listen to this listen to all the episodes get away from the fraternity house be in a quiet spot do not be distracted i want you to listen to this because because you and your contemporaries your age group can change what future which like the, the destiny, right? The 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 typical female path, the typical yeah. male path that was been, okay, I resist, I resist, I give in, so it's rape or exalt, blah, blah blah. And now I have to I have to deal with this emotion and this shame and now I'm I'm forty five and I'm in therapy and I have to relate back to this thing that happened to me at seventeen. Right. right. Or you are a male who is now thirty, going, God, that time I pushed that my fifteen year old girlfriend into something she didn't want to do and you you grapple with that shame. Yeah. Young men, young women in college today, young men, young women younger than that, you know, you're 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 out there you're exploring your sexuality, you're you're testing the waters. You're rubbing, you're bumping barbies yeah, as right. uh, Dr. Donna right. said. You can change what the future would normally hold for your generation if you develop and use the vocabulary of consent that we are talking about. You don't have to live in shame if you treat who whatever partner you have with respect and kindness and you don't treat somebody as a conquest, something yeah. to be won. And if you listen to this podcast and you reflect on it, you can change you can change the world. We, I can't go back. Emily can't go mm-hmm. back. Our listeners that are older than you can't go back and and take back what happened to us. We're only now learning how to talk about it. But I don't want, I don't want to be in twenty years listening to a podcast with your contemporaries reliving and re, and working through mm-hmm. their the shame, things. the same pains yeah. because you can change it, and. I implore you to listen to this podcast.
1: I I think you 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 said it so beautifully. Um, I, in fact, it's it's hard to actually build on that because the truth of it Sometimes is— Sometimes I'm
0: quite eloquent. <laughs> I I know, but
1: you know, uh, yeah, I'm struck. I'm like bathing in that moment that you just said. It, it does. It comes down to empowering young people to think differently,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And I, I'm so glad that your first instinct was to engage your son. Yeah. You know,
0: and... I mean, I've, I've bragged on him on this on the show before because I felt like he already had a good handle on consent. But there are so many layers of things that Caitlin talks yeah. about. The pressuring, right? That... I don't know if he's aware yeah. of that.
1: You know, you think I think about the number of times that I was pressured into sex.
0: Oh, right, yeah, yeah. and
1: and 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 I still
0: resent those men that I had sex with that mm-hmm. I was pressured into sex mm-hmm. with them. I I still resent them. I don't hold them in any high regard at all. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't can think back on our our interludes in any way that I'm going to brag fondness, about here on right. the on the podcast. No,
1: and and and. and the the interesting thing about this other podcast that we're referencing is that they do explore that like and and to me like some of these guys right some of them were sensitive enough to say holy smokes had i known that that is how this person felt i i never would have done that right. but there was always the one right. red in the group. Right. right. There's always that, that one. Right. That was like still blaming what, you. Wait, right. You liked it. Come on. You wanted it too. You know? It's like, uh no. Right. I think the like the really cool
0: or not cool, that's like the wrong word, but the really insightful comment was in episode two of this series when they were interviewing the lady that helps the people get in back into colleges when they've been kicked out when she says to these guys she's like okay so was your goal to have a bad sexual encounter with <laughs> you know with the woman right. and the guys are like no no I didn't I, I never want to have a bad sexual encounter she's like well well you do did. You realize
1: that that's what you had, you had a
0: bad sexual encounter mm-hmm. with her and now this is your issue um so like full circle, but not really, because I haven't gone I haven't brought anybody in a full circle on this. I had a very um, I just called her brilliant, insightful, uh, full of wisdom uh, boss in in my time that I've uh, you know, worked here in St. Louis. And she she was she was relaying to me um, a situation when her daughter, who was about my age, but when she was about sixteen or seventeen years old, I apologize for the, the vulgarity that's going to come in this conversation, in this story, but she was talking about her daughter and she was talking about her ex-husband and her ex-husband had called and said, do you know where our daughter is? And I'm going to call her Sally. I don't remember the daughter's name. Where's Sally? Do you know where Sally is? And, and, and the, the mom was like, no, Sally's, Sally's 16. She's got school or whatever. And then the dad calls back. He's like, I found Sally's car. She's over at her boyfriend's house. You know, they're probably having sex, blah, blah, blah. And he was, like, so angry about it. He wanted, like, to, to, like, bust down the doors and break it down. And the mom said, well, you know, at the end of the day, it's Sally's pussy. And it's her decision who she wants to have inside it. (laughs) Yes. And I sat there
1: and I was like, that is
0: so true. (laughs) Women, if you're listening— It's your pussy. If you want somebody inside it, you can allow that to happen. Right. And men, if she allows you to be inside her pussy, you have been given a gift and you need to be thankful and respectful and appreciative. What gets you in trouble is when you act like little shitheads and walk away and treat her like shit for giving you the gift of coming inside or being inside her. Yeah. Coming inside her is a whole nother story.
1: (laughs) That's our problem.
0: Men do not appreciate the gift that women give them when they allow somebody to be inside them.
1: And if you have to ask time and time, like over and over and over again, if come on, touch it, let me do it, let's do it, touch it, touch it, touch it, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Let's do it. If you have to keep asking, that's a problem. she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. And the fact that she gives in, she didn't want to. If it. she says,
0: let's just get this over with. Yeah. You're not going to be walking, she's not going to be walking away with a great sexual experience with you. And then you're going to have a bunch of issues from there. It is about communication. It is about respect. It is about appreciating the other person who is laying there, naked, -naked, semi-naked, genitals out or not. Or if somebody just wants to make out with you. Allow that to happen. make out. Because if you are a good kisser, she'll be back. <laughs> All right. If, if you're not a good kisser, happen. well, then if she doesn't come back, you're not a good kisser, and you should probably then, get some. Then you know, learn. Yeah, you should get. Ask. You should get better at it. But yeah. you have to listen to each other and what we would like to do here okay we're really heavy right now yeah and I, let's take a little break and, oh, it's, but um, we're going to take a little break put some more wine in my glass because obviously I need more because I don't know how to like I'm so yeah. quiet we I hit, don't have anything to say and then, our, then when we want to we talk about what we want to do on Clitterly Speaking the podcast in relation to the podcast in the know with,
1: vi, mm-hmm. by Lab
0: that we want to do so yeah. blah, blah blah here we go we're going to take a little break we're
1: going to take a break We'll be right back. Well, thank you for letting us take that quick break. It was actually a quick break for you, but a long break for us because this conversation is so... Complicated, and um, in the studio here, we actually have a few friends joining us, and um, our audio engineer, who we always like hearing his viewpoint. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yeah, and um, the conversation just kept unfolding, and finally, we're like, "Oh, we just need to get this back (laughs) on the air."
0: Are we not recording this?
1: God bless America.
0: Is, that's something we always have to remember. Just record everything.
1: <laughs> that's right. We
0: have moments of brilliance all the time, and we should reco- We should have them recorded for perpetuity. So, and Sam, that's your job yes. to record all of my moments and Emily's moments of sure. brilliance. Okay. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been recording you this whole time.
0: This is <laughs> this is why you were you were put on God's earth, right? Mm, to, to record. record yeah, our this is brilliance. my purpose. It's yeah, my. I knew
1: it. Well, and to participate, we are inviting him back up to the table because. I, you know, a, a part of this conversation, obviously, we're as women half of this conversation, and I think it's important to include the male perspective, which I think was addressed in in that podcast. But I also, uh, you know, I'm interested in in let's talk about like, wh- you know, what is it like for a man to 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 grow up in that age of conquest and what can we do to shift that into a you know this isn't about a conquest the the thing that you need to to conquer is building a great intimate relationship and and a pleasurable experience for you both so how do we shift that dialogue so i think it's time to bring sam in and let's open this conversation sam As the representative of the entire
0: male species here. Oh, around the world. Around the world, <laughs> past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no pressure. How you feeling tonight?
2: Yeah. Really good, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> We've got to have some Chateau de Pope here, uh-huh. wine, and some cheese. Yeah. It's all good. We're celebrating Emily- Emily's birthday. You need to
2: ask me these questions on the first segment of the first <laughs> recording from now on, not on the last of the last. <laughs>
1: Because now you're in the hot box.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: But you listen to this podcast In the Know by mm-hmm. Radiolab as well. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about that a little bit. And I, I would love to just, I mean, I'm not expecting you to have everybody's answers in, in or to represent all of the male, male species, the male half of our species. But some takeaways mm-hmm. that can further the dialogue among us that hopefully our listeners then can reflect upon and have that continuation of that conversation among themselves.
2: Sure. I think what I liked listening to that was the focus on how specific details and specific perspectives and viewpoints can color your perception of the situation and Mm -hmm. how important it is to think about that at a very detailed level. Because like we've talked about, you can zoom way out and say, Well, yeah, you know, somebody breaking into your window at night and And assaulting you, that's assault. We all... You know, know. that's an
0: easy definition and textbook definition of rape, assault. Exactly. Unwanted uh, tension.
2: Right. So that's that's not even a conversation that needs to be had as much as people thinking about their experiences and having detailed thoughts about it. I, I recognize that there's, like, women much more often have to think about this kind of stuff than men do. Right. And... One thing that's kind of interesting to me being I'm about to turn 29. So, I've kind of
1: <laughs>
2: straddled <laughs> s- s- sort of straddled I think in my adult life the when this was a, a public conversation and when it wasn't. You know what I mean? Right.
0: No, because it it's been more of a public conversation in your life mm-hmm. than yeah, it has yeah, been too. mine. Right. But it's 10 years new.
2: ago when I was a teenager, I mean, we I, you know, people talked about stuff but not, not like nearly this. like it is right now.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But- 10 Mm -hmm. years ago, 20 years ago, when I was a teenager, Mm -hmm. it was not something that we, we didn't have a vocabulary to talk about it. It's something that happened. It's recent.
1: I mean, the last six or seven years is when this has really started shifting. I think about... uh, I
0: think since 2016, like hugely since 2016, Mm -hmm. since that person who is residing in the White House (laughs) was put there by the Russians. (laughs) But that's just me. I'm not going to speak for everybody who listens to our podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I agree.
0: <laughs> it's the Pope's wine that I'm drinking tonight uh-huh. that's making me speak truth to power. But if yeah. it's, if that's been like your experience, like it has been in your vernacular, in your worldview worldview, more frequently or it has occupied more time in your life existence than it had like the conversation being at the forefront i think that's that's a couple of things um well just maybe one thing <laughs> pretty cool because you can change yeah the trajectory sure of where it's going to go mm-hmm. you do you know? feel
1: that you're in a i think that you're kind of special, you know, you're, you're, you're very intuitive and more emotional and thoughtful than a lot of young men that I've, I've met. And so do you find art that you are a unique independent thinker, or do you think that there are lots of young men that are out there like you and,
0: and uh, that haven't had the representation because we've had Brett Kavanaugh's that we've had to get to look at. I'm hoping that you say
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Thank you. no, but truthfully, yeah. I mean, how are young men thinking about these issues right now?
2: Yeah, it's hard for me to speak for everyone. I, I don't know that I think that I'm particularly special in, in the way that I th- think about anything necessarily. I mean, I do spend a lot of time reflecting and I think that that's something that people could afford to do more of, generally speaking. Um, Male or female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I mean, I think women spend plenty of time <laughs> reflecting about this issue.
0: <laughs> and thankfully, sure. we have a podcast that they can that's reflect right. along
2: with. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, as far as my experience of being a young man and growing up where I have and with the privileges that I now know that I've had, I think most young men probably they inherently understand the power dynamics that are at play. And it's a question of whether they think that through to its logical end of, of, okay, so how do I need to behave? Given that I know that this is the situation and this is the kind of power dynamics that are at play, how do I need to behave? And I think probably about as quickly, maybe as women are coming to grips with the experiences that have happened to them, that men are probably at the same time having that same reflection. And we're, they think we're back, behind the oh, curve. Okay, maybe <laughs> yeah. that
0: maybe that wasn't sure. so much a good thing for her that we had, mm-hmm. you know. And I I truly believe that any of those kind of reflections are wonderful things that need to happen because it doesn't it doesn't help any of us if only women are are talking about their me too movement mo- moments and this happened and this happened and and for men And they don't have to – ideally, it would be wonderful if they could apologize. But if they themselves in their quiet moments reflect back and go, oh, yeah, I was a – I was a a dick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I did to that girl in college or high school or at my workplace.
1: Acknowledgement. Or or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't want to
0: do that again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Right there, like had in that, in Caitlin's episode, had her friend, right, acknowledged that he treated her that way, it would have been, it would have been over. Like she would have been like, oh, thank you for saying that. Right. Right. Had Brett Kavanaugh
0: just apologized for something he may or may not have remembered, we wouldn't even have the hearing.
1: But you know, it's (laughs) true. You know, I think though, I mean, honestly, based on, on what we know about. The conquest, he he might not even think he raped her. Like he might just think, oh yeah, I got her drunk and we did it. You know, well, like-
0: yeah. But she was wearing a one piece bathing suit. I couldn't get it <laughs> off, bitch. You know, like why didn't she but- know? Like I'm supposed to like get what I want because I'm Brett Kavanaugh. I'm like all powerful. I'm 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 a god according to my family and friends and country club. And now mm-hmm. I'm on the Supreme Court. And I mean it is it's entitlement and the thing is it's where where we we have a we have allowed people to believe that they are entitled to somebody else
2: i'm yeah. entitled
0: to you i'm entitled to take this from you i mean i don't have to recognize you as a human being i'm just going to take it from you and that's our problem well. we do not appreciate we do not acknowledge that there are living human living breathing human beings that cry that feel pain that mm-hmm. feel joy feel laughter feel sadness everything is wrapped yeah. up in these souls and all you're doing is taking from them so you can have your 11 seconds of pleasure because hello that's, that's about how it long is. it takes for some you know when you're you know, that
1: age and thinking about that it's like we're talking about all these dynamics right I mean, you've got the the first date the teenagers and stuff but Let's face it, I mean it many even women in, in marriage marriage in your marriage, right? Mm-hmm. There are times when
0: I just I just get it over with all right, that's fine, I'll just lay right. here. I'll I'll I have this I have this joke. How do you tell And. How can you tell when a man is with his mistress versus when, and of course, this is a very sexist joke from the 80s (laughs) and 90s, how a man is with his mistress and then how a man is with with his woman, right? With his uh, wife. So when he's with his mistress, she's saying, oh, baby, you're so good. You're the best thing I've ever had. Oh, give it to me more, harder, harder. Oh, oh, baby, baby. Um, When he's with his (laughs) wife, she says, beige. I think we're going to paint the ceiling beige. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh my goodness
0: yes Yes. do you think that she's just getting it uh, getting it done with
1: but here's the thing I mean I mean as a man wouldn't you want your woman to be having an amazing time
2: yeah sure I mean I think that there's certainly an ego thing at play there if not for you know hoping that the person that you're with you know genuinely caring about them there's at least the ego piece and like you know, I think this was during the break. But you know, you mentioned in the the next episode of that how um, she said, right. "Don't don't you recognize that some somebody had a bad experience here?" And did you want them to have a bad experience? And the, the young man says, "Like, well, no, you know, obviously I don't want to." I'm like, well, somebody did.
0: Well, again, because we're not tri- we're not raising. As a collective, I'm not going to say that individual parents are raising their children. I mean, we're all doing things differently, but as a collective, for generations, we haven't raised men to look upon uh, what how a woman feels during during it's a true. sexual encounter with them. It's true, we haven't raised them to be empathic and to be perceptive and to even. Give a damn.
1: I mean, the mm-hmm. female orgasm was a, a myth up until how many years ago, right? So, it's true. It's this is well, a it right? wasn't it was a myth because men
0: were really <laughs> shitty at, at having sex, and so women weren't having orgasms. And so, like I like, said, I'm
2: only 29, so I take no responsibility <laughs> for that.
0: Well, well, no, um, Sam, we're putting the entire mail... Uh, spe- the mail history, um, on,
2: from yes. No, I can't cut both ways. That's not fair.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh uh, you're just pulling your mail privilege now, right? Uh, you're right. like, oh, I'm only going to take care of this. All right, women have to take it all on, right? That's what we do. But but I think oh, what we goodness. what we really want to yeah. focus in on is that we know that this conversation is not just one episode over a half a bottle of wine for Emily and I and Sam. Because Emily drank a lot of this wine before <laughs> we started recording because it tasted so good. But we really would like our listeners to listen to these episodes. And by the time this airs, all three episodes from Radiolab will have will be out there. You can go subscribe. Listen to those just those three if you don't want to get all of the episodes. And we want to continue this dialogue. We want to talk with you about your experiences. We want to hear from men. We want to hear from women. We by no means believe that we will be able to top the phenomenal job that Radiolab and Caitlin mm. did with their podcast. It's incredible. But we know that the conversation needs to continue and we want to hear from you. And we want to continue this conversation. And that's why we wanted to bring it up today yeah. so that, and keep watching our Facebook, our website our Instagram our Twitter our social media that hasn't even been been invented yet but (laughs) follow all of those things and then please participate in the conversation with us Um, on our website we'll have a phone number you can call you can leave a voice message that'll play on the um, our future episode and and we're just going to keep the dialogue going because it it is we're I think we're like a watershed moment the vocabulary is there the dialogue is happening we can't we cannot go backwards. We have to keep going forwards. We can change the future for young men and women moving forward in their, their future sexual experiences. And we can soften the pain that so many of us have carried with us over all these years. So that we don't carry that any longer, and we can hold each other, and you know, sing kumbaya and 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 just love each other more, because that's really what that's really what this world is about. That's why we are put on this earth is to love each other and to bring empowerment and to bring bring happiness and joy to each other. So yeah, that's what we want to do, and that's like a whole lot out it there. Is. So. It is. It,
1: it's beautifully said, Michelle. Thank yeah, it's, you. It's and, the, it's and, the and, Pope's wine. And. <laughs> <laughs> And yes, we want to hear your stories. We we want to keep this conversation going, and um, let's start now. And uh, thank you for being a part of our, our conversation tonight. And looking forward to hearing what you have to say. And we'll talk to you soon. Cheers.